1: Yo, what's up? You're listening to the Altenar Stars. That's the name of the show. It is Billboard's weekly alternative music podcast. My name's Chris Payne. I'm your host. Talk to the band called Paris for this week's episode. There's a lot of exciting things going on in Paris' world right now. They're on tour of Fall Out Boy. Just kicked off a big arena tour, so that's pretty interesting. I wish I was doing that. They just re-released their debut album with a couple new songs on it. And they are already working on their second album, as they told me a little bit about in this interview. I tried to pull as much as I could out of them about the album. They were a little, little not too eager right now to tell me too many details about it. But I think a lot of you guys would be happy to hear that. Yeah, they are working on new music. I think there will definitely be a new Paris album before too long. Uh, We talked about some of our favorite Twitter memes. It'll probably make us seem really old and lame by the time you hear this, and those memes are like really, really dumb by them, but I think you'll enjoy this podcast anyway. I had a blast talking to these three people. So yeah, that's what's in store. If you like it, head on over to iTunes, search for The Alt in Our Stars, or just click the iTunes link if you're viewing this on Billboard.com. You can listen to all the old archived episodes. I've been doing this show for over a year now, so there's a ton to dig through. Stick to the newer episodes. They're a lot better. No, I'm kidding, but yeah. Some of those old episodes, you know how it is with the podcast when you first start, but recently, I think you guys really enjoyed the Panic at the Disco podcast I did. Also had Ra Ra Riot on the show not too long ago. What else do we have? Had Yesayer, Borns, Chairlift, so... Go over to iTunes, dig into that if you enjoy this podcast. Also, if you could give us a star rating, positive, negative, whatever, that's super helpful with everything we do here. And any feedback you have, just hit me up on Twitter, at CpainOnAplane. Any comments, compliments, whatever you have about the podcast, let me know. So, yeah, here it is Alt in Our Stars podcast with Paris. Enjoy. Yo, what's up? Podcast time here at Paris at the Billboard Studio. Well, it's an office, but I'm calling it a studio.
2: It's a studio. Studio is what you make it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is we basically are in like an office boardroom right now with dry erase board behind us. Some well, it's, it actually says podcast on the dry erase board. That it does. So I wish I
3: couldn't read that word.
1: Editing. Editorial editing billboard.com. Pot. There's like a flow. It's like a flow going on.
2: Oh, I see, Lavon. Right
1: you guys, you guys set the mood your for podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is great.
1: But yeah, so you guys are on just started big big tour, arena tour, Ooh, yeah, Wind yes. tour with Fall Out Boy. How's it going so far?
3: It's been great. We're uh, fourth show is tomorrow at Madison Square Garden, which is gonna be break insane. us right into that insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: it's gonna be crazy.
1: Have you guys done arenas yet?
3: Only here and there, like.
2: I think we did one one. last winter, Um, and then other than that, that's really about it. Oh no, one and then this. We there's this one across from my old high school, and where Alex and I have gone to some of our first shows ever. Um, We did one there too, and then. But other than that, not too much. So we're we're learning, learning the arena, the arena vibe.
1: So this was like a hometown Massachusetts arena?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last winter.
3: Yeah, it was, was right across like? from her high school.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. it was cool. It was like like we'd both grown up going to shows there and had always kinda told like right.
3: internally we're m- like I think we saw it. I that. think we each saw our first concert there.
2: Yeah, I saw mine, you saw yeah. yours. Um and I think we both kinda had that like, oh my god, I wanna do that kind of moment there. Um so it was pretty crazy to to play yeah. there. I remember I was like my voice was completely gone by then, <laughs> so it was like yeah, it was a, a dream really come coordinate. true, but also really embarrassing.
1: <laughs> so your high school had an arena?
2: Kind of, yeah. It was like right across the street from it, um, but that's where like the college and the high school team would play and stuff. But
1: yeah, pretty ball in high school. Pretty
2: ball in high school. <laughs> we had like four, Jeez. three or four buildings. And there's like tubes that connected to the buildings and stuff like that. (laughs) Tubes, yeah. Did they like tunnels across the streets? Yeah, they're like tunnel bridges. It was actually over like a canal, river kind of thing.
1: Could you see through the tubes? You could, yeah. So you could see people walking.
2: If you were on the street. This is this is
1: amazing. I want (laughs) to learn everything there is to know about this high school. (laughs) (laughs) It
2: was pretty cool. It was like four thousand kids too. It's really. Pretty
3: big. And then tell them how many kids you graduated with, Brian. I
4: graduated with like a hundred kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five, five, six hundred total in the building.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. I don't want to leave you out of this. What was your no, high school? If you want to talk about it, my
4: Not high school, school was. It was simple. <laughs> Not a lot of people, like I said, and so it was fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah, nothing crazy. But
3: we had a uh, my school. I went to school in New Hampshire. And we had like farm, or there's like uh, cows and chickens on the farm. There's like farming classes. <laughs> what? Like, it was nuts. I didn't do any It was, that, it was but, like
1: an agricultural high school? Yeah. I mean,
3: essentially, like, I don't know exactly
1: what it is, but.
2: How to be an adult. What was your
1: mascot? Please tell me it was like uh, a goat.
3: <laughs> I think it was a Bronco. Mine was a Timberwolf. It's definitely Bronco. Uh,
1: see, the vibe I always get with really small high schools, Brian, is that. It's positive because people can't get clicky because there's not enough exactly. people for clicks. Yeah, so everyone is just buds.
4: That's how it was. Like everyone was friends with everyone. If you played sports, like you're friends with the person that you know just had their heads in the books and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Yeah, okay. I mean, the baseball
1: team just needed to put nine people together. It was hard. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. they had to recruit people for that.
4: <laughs> Seriously,
2: I feel that. I feel like. My school was really big, and it was a lot of different like cultural backgrounds, and everybody was pretty connected and pretty for like such a large school uh-huh. and so many like diverse people. Everybody was really close. It's kind of cool, cool to see. Everyone was really open. Yeah, school was good. I got along with everybody.
3: Yeah. I was hanging yeah. with multiple crowds. Yeah,
4: there are people like I hate high school. I'm like I had a great time in high school. There was like nothing that. Was bad about it. Right? Positive high school vibes. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> it's
3: like
1: someone tries to dig up the demons of your high school and like how it turned into your art, and it's just like, nah. I was chilling. High like, school nah, was I good. just chilling. Cool. I, I definitely
2: didn't like it, but it wasn't horrible. I just didn't like stressing out all the time over mm-hmm. shit I clearly didn't have to stress out over. <laughs> Thanks, school.
1: (laughs) So did all of you basically go to focusing on music full-time right after high school? Yeah,
3: actually, when I was done with high school, I moved from New Hampshire to Lowell, Massachusetts, which is where we're based out of, and I was living with some friends while we were starting the band and stuff, and then we got Brian, and here we are today.
4: (laughs) I mean, I was in talks of going to college, but... Talks, in negotiations talks, In yeah. talks, but you like, talk- here's my offer yeah. no, did you go for, for like a, a semester? Yeah. I went to community college But I was gonna go to like university And then talk to my dad He's like, just play music He's like, college isn't gonna grow legs and leave and, <laughs> You know <laughs> dad would like, say that. He, went, he went to college when he was 50 So But yeah, yeah Stuck it out with music
2: so. I feel that I was supposed to go to art school And like a couple weeks before I was supposed to go in for like moving day, I was like, "Mom, I don't want to do this." And she was like, "Okay, well, hold your own then. Like, get a job, pay for your shit then." Yeah. But yeah, I think we all had to hustle for a bit, which is
4: which is the way humbling. you gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: you definitely, you definitely got to make sacrifices.
1: Well, was was Paris already a thing when you like right before college? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah, because we started. We
3: were in an infancy, but.
2: Yeah, we were very we're little babies. Okay. Because um, you ben. were a senior, I think, that and was I was senior, like a junior yeah. when we, things kind of started getting rolling. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Had any of like I'm trying to figure because of the songs that are on White Noise? Had any of them been written yet? Like, where were you guys at? They were
2: not written yet. No. Um, where were we then? I'm trying to think.
3: Hmm. Well, th- at that point, we were with Chris, and that's when we met Maddie. When we were all in, still in school, oh, okay, okay. Met Maddie. One of our managers is Maddie, and we met him. I was seventeen. You were sixteen. You were what? Minus Medicine seventeen, right? Was it really yeah, sixteen? Yeah, we were,
2: really 16? Yeah. were that young. And little
3: babies. Yeah, because I was still I was just stupid little ignorant I was <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was five years ago.
2: Yeah. Damn. We were doing nothing.
1: <laughs> so, what, what was the, of all the songs that made it to White Noise, what was the first one you wrote?
2: I'm trying to think. I think the first, first one was either Let Them In or Ghosts. Because I, I remember I started them around the same time. And it was like over summer of 2013, 12? 13. 13. I don't even remember. <laughs> <We did laughs> to the be re- completely we, honest
3: We did the record in Like October, November of 2013 right? Or 14 No,
2: 13 It, it came, 13. Out, 14. It came yeah,
3: out 14 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I'm all I don't even off. know Dude. <laughs> What year are we in now? <laughs> what is time? <laughs>
4: we don't know who we are Yeah
1: <laughs> So let's drop some music in This is some Old school Paris Let Them In Yeah
4: You struck
2: a man
1: So, you guys, I feel like, got big really fast.
2: Did we? Uh, We have no way of measuring. We can't tell. I think
1: you did. I think you (laughs) did. So, I was wondering, do you get lots of other artists either asking you for advice, like, yo, how did you do that? Or are people just jealous?
3: I mean, I have some friends ask, like, for advice and stuff, but I'm not the best advice giver. So... (laughs) I'm sorry ahead of time for if anyone asked me about anything.
4: <laughs> yeah, I never felt or heard anyone come across like being jealous about anything. I've
2: heard I've heard people from like the local scene we kind of came from make some comments here and there, just be like, "You don't deserve that," blah blah. And it's <laughs> like we've been busting our asses for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like where's the legwork? We've we've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. Been, been hustling for eight years
1: and we got nothing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there hasn't been much of either of that. So.
3: Which is a good thing. We get mostly good support, which is Yeah, awesome. definitely. Like,
2: the support outweighs everything in the world. So. Okay.
1: Yeah, what was it back like in in Lowell when you guys were starting? Was Because it, it's about an hour drive from Boston. Is it the same sort of scene or is it separate?
2: Um, we, I feel like we came from a completely separate scene from mm. Boston. Like, we, we yeah. were more up in New Hampshire. Yeah, um, it's kind of like hardcore, <laughs> like,
4: punk yeah. Boston was like really hard, Boston stuff. hardcore, yeah. Boston of of hardcore, yeah. Art, all that stuff, but
2: like, that's what Maddie's like? part
4: was. Yeah. Yeah. Our scene was like metal, like, yeah, it was, heavy metal. Like, it's pretty heavy, yeah. Um,
1: less bands with like white t-shirts with black and white photos of the yeah. front man holding the mic. And the so mic like, <laughs> that, that's that's in Boston, yeah. and you travel away, and there's less of that. Yeah. It was still
2: it's still kind of prominent up in New Hampshire, but I think the main the main focus was definitely like heavier like yeah. metal kind of post-hardcore stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And the sounds of it wasn't Paris, but previous bands you're in was a lot heavier, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, I, I growing up, I played in a bunch of bands that yeah. were pretty yeah, heavy, pretty hardcore. I've yeah. every, mm-hmm. done everything, honestly. Um, but this is definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a marching band, concert band, metal band. I feel like we've reached all ends of the spectrum that you could possibly reach.
1: What did you play in marching band?
2: Um, I did drum line I did bass drum it's Yeah, it was, like, deal, it was like the cool like part the of Marsha Yeah, dude, <laughs> we held it down. Uh, I did bass drum one year, and or no, bass drum two years, and mm-hmm. then my my junior year, I did the quads, which are like the kind of drums. They're like the <laughs> octopus looking drums. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then in in concert band, I played the baritone, which is like, or the euphonium, I should say. It's like a hybrid between a tuba and like a french horn or something i don't know it's
1: fun she's very musically inclined <laughs> yeah
2: very <laughs> no. so can you pretty much just
1: pick up any instrument and like more or less figure it out
2: kind of um i feel like once you kind of figure your way around a couple you can kind of like work your way around a bunch of others i haven't really tried flute or like strings or anything but i'd like to kind of try and pick them up someday that'd be kind of cool why not harp would be cool to oh, learn oh would
3: be I want to yeah. learn the violin
2: you guys have been very like picking up on on instruments too cause you guys never really played keys before until um yeah
3: really just this a, record until the record yeah
2: yeah
4: like you guys both
2: picked up on it really quick and just kind of like owned it
3: now
4: we have our little key like keyboards like for recording and stuff like that so oh, yeah. yeah we have yeah. these
2: little little mini midi keyboards mm. that we like demo stuff on and yeah it's
3: actually right there Mine's right there in that bag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got matching little setups. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you guys just re-released, or is it out? Is this podcast will be dropping on the tenth? So as of then, the White Noise re-release.
3: It's, it's still out for pre-orders.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's two new tracks on it.
3: Three. Three. <laughs>
1: three new tracks. Did these come from the sessions for for White Noise, or are they written after?
2: A little bit of both. Okay. Um, one of the songs called Empty is one we'd started. That was actually one of the first ones on White Noise, actually. Okay. Um, and we start we started working on it. We started recording it. And um, we just couldn't get it to sound the way we wanted it to. And so we kind of started. We, like, stepped away from it. We're like, okay, this is good, but it's not right right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back to it, and it, maybe it will make sense. Because I feel like we have that kind of outlook with stuff all the time. It's just, like, give it a give it a second to breathe and come back to it. And um, so we did that with this song. We came back to it like about a couple months ago, um, maybe back in like October, November or so. And we completely just stripped it down and just like made it really minimal and um, just guitar. Cause it, before it was very like rock driven and we just completely stripped it down and it definitely made a lot more sense and um, was like what the song was supposed to be. So, so that was definitely like during the white noise Writing process, and then you and I we wrote about like a year ago from like right around now or so, Mm -hmm. I'd say. So, yeah, and then the third track is like a you and I acoustic, so it's okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Kind of explains, yeah.
1: Yeah, and also I think white noise is a ten track. Man, I love ten track albums. There's just something magic about that ten song. (laughs) Five, five on each side of the vinyl. (laughs) Uh, keep it even yeah. (laughs) but yeah and it's interesting too because the more and more I talk to artists for stuff like this they're just constantly digging things back up like you were saying and maybe a song you guys haven't even been around that long but like five years previously just figuring something new out when you hear it again be like oh I can do this and then it's just like Oh, our new single.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of the times, like, songs will kind of take a new meaning or take a new light when you come back to them. Because sometimes, like, like especially with Empty, which was, was the one I was just telling you about, um, like, I wrote it, and, like, lyrically, it made sense, like, logically, but to me it didn't make any sense. And I was like, I don't get this song. And, it, like, couldn't really connect to it. And then when we came back to it, um, when we worked on it, like, a couple months ago, I was like, holy moly, like, this completely resonates now and i feel like we all kind of connected with it a lot more now than we did when it when it was initially like started so it's kind of cool i feel like a lot of our songs do that they kind of take like a take a new life in a way so it's kind of cool
1: yeah so it seems like definitely a big priority for you that the songs are meaning meaningful to you at the time when yeah. you put them out and i feel like lyrically there's a good amount of space where the listener can kind of put themselves in like they're not that yeah. specific
4: yeah
2: yeah yeah we definitely like to kind of keep it keep it kind of vague or not necessarily vague but keep it kind of like universal something a lot of people can relate Relatable. to but also yeah. yeah and also but also kind of make it specific i guess visually or not visually but just like through word choice and like the the kind of story you're trying to to paint through the lyrics in a way like I don't know. They're very general, but also kind of specific and dialed in. So it's interesting and not mundane and boring. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Do you um, think about <laughs> what it would be like just like, you know, eight years from now playing, like you were just saying how you and I is a very personal song about a relationship, like years down the line going on stage and singing that then. <laughs> like, or do you just yeah. sort of think like in the present?
2: Um, I feel like you kind of have to try and connect to it. Like when you come back to it and when you keep keep playing it, so I don't know yeah you and I was another one it was like at the time it was when we when I was doing the lyrics for it it was like definitely very very relevant because there's something I like wanted to get across and and talk about and say and then right when it came out it's been like very very relevant to my life right now so it's kind of funny I'm sure you guys as well <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, have you guys done anything for the second album yet?
2: Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Things are things are happening.
4: Things are popping off.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can't say too much, but
1: Whatever you can say.
2: <laughs> we're working on it.
3: Always working on we new ha- stuff, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all got little uh like I said the little midi midi keyboards and mm-hmm. logic on our computer, so we're always kind of working on new material and stuff. We have like a studio set up in the back. Of the, the bus on this tour, which is fun and new. Okay.
1: Because so some people can't write on the road, but you guys try to write on the road and set up a studio for writing
2: <laughs> We try to. I
3: think it's the only time to.
2: Yeah, there's no other time to. Like, actually, no other time to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah.
1: So it sounds like you're not planning on taking it, like, oh, let's take. A year off of band things in between. It seems like you guys are just like full steam ahead.
2: Definitely for now, at least. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't think we can slow down right now. If we did. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. And if we did, I think momentum, I don't know, maybe momentum wouldn't die down just because the music itself is hopefully what's doing the talking. But
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, we don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. So,
1: Word, let's play another song. Let's play a banger. This is my house. Bangers. Yeah, actually, what is, it feels like such an anthem to me. What is My House about?
2: My House is all about kind of just owning whatever demons or people or anything that's, like, troubling you and kind of bringing you down and haunting you in whatever form that may be. Um, and it's kind of just about not letting that take you over and own you and just just, like, taking your shit back and being like, fuck nice. off, it's my shit, get out. <laughs> so...
1: Yeah, for you guys, I feel like that might be the most fun song to perform on the album.
3: Is that- it's definitely very fun. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. I feel like, the crowd-wise, it's, like, the most fun, because it's, like, everyone's jumping, everyone's hands up, but definitely. my favorite song to play right now is You and I. Hmm, why is that? It's just, I don't know, it's new, it's refreshing, everyone... It's new, like, it's also vibe-y. kind of dynamic
2: and fun, because it's, it's, like... super fun to play. I, yeah, I can imagine for you, and... You as well, because you're switching off from the...
4: Yeah, from the pad to the bass. So, yeah. Yeah. It's fun.
1: Yeah. And also, I'm sure after, you know, some time playing the same songs. It's like you're yeah. saying, getting a new song in there. <laughs> getting you're a new like, song.
2: Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of refreshing. It's like the part of the set you kind of look forward to every night.
1: So. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about the tour, but you're, what, three dates into Wind tour?
3: We, yeah, was, it's kind of odd. We played one show down in Hollywood, Florida, and we had three days off, and then played Charlottesville, and then else, Virginia. Char- yeah, wait. No, we played, yeah, yeah, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay, that's why I was confused. Though. They're very like, yeah, like similar
2: <laughs> looking on paper. But uh,
3: yeah, we only had three shows so far, and then we've had equal days off, and we had shows.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that how never we- happens. <laughs> <laughs> how have the crowds been so far?
2: It's definitely they've definitely been awesome. Like we weren't expecting anyone to know us or anything. Like um, just because it's such a massive tour for and it's Fall Out Boy and it's an arena tour, so like we went in under the impression that like no one was going to know. Win
3: them over. Um, Yeah, yeah. But But
2: you're still definitely trying to win over a good chunk of the audience, which or like eighty percent of the audience, I say. mm -hmm. Um, And it's like weird adapting going from like a venue to an arena. Yeah, because like. I would think I would like to think we can rock a venue pretty well and get people into it, whereas in an arena it's such a wider it's almost like a three sixty kind of stage yeah, set up in a way
3: clubs mm-hmm. is kind of it's easier to like almost get an atmosphere get yeah a going and they're in directly
2: and in front of you whereas like you're kind of surrounded um in an arena, so it's very different. You kind of have to like make sure you attend to everybody. Mm. We're figuring it out slowly,
1: but <laughs> just picture like you're in that high school arena. It's your turf, <laughs> yeah. turf, my house, it's your house, <laughs> my house. Drop the beat. Yeah, and I was thinking because when I saw the lineup come out for Winter, I was like, that spot that you guys are in now. Twenty One Pilots did that like two years ago with Fall
3: Out Boy, and they blew like really blew up after that. Really, so yeah. It's well, a good spot for you guys. Yeah. Those guys are great. We just did a couple shows with them in December. Yeah. Uh, Twenty One Pilots, and they're so nice. Yeah, they're great awesome. Band.
2: Put on an awesome show.
3: Yeah, insane yeah. show. Yeah, had the number two song
1: in the country. Shout out to the Billboard Hot One
4: Hundred.
1: Damn. So yeah, what I'm saying is basically. They were opening for Fawboy and blew up after that. So what you guys are doing now, there's a good history behind it.
4: No, no pressure, <laughs> <laughs> pressure, pressure. Fingers, Fingers crossed. Crossed. Yeah.
2: Is it going to work? Is it going to not work? <laughs> <laughs> we will see.
1: When that album number two comes out.
2: Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's kind of the same um, like time frame or timeline they had
1: almost. Oh, yeah. You see where I'm going with this. I see where you're going <laughs>
2: with this. Hopefully you don't mess the second yeah, record up. <laughs> But, uh,
4: yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be crazy to see that happen. Right. So
1: let's we should talk about the summer a little bit. It's cold right now. Talk about some festivals.
2: Yeah. Think
1: about that warm weather. So one <laughs> one you guys are playing is Firefly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dover, Delaware. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. East Coast,
1: Dover, Delaware. I was. It's not that interesting of a city. No, no hate, but it's you know. But I feel like there's. Sp- it's specific reason you guys are super amped for that one. <laughs> uh, Lynn, I, think I wonder you know what that going. is. I wonder
2: what that is. <laughs> I don't even know if we're playing the same date, but um, Florence and the Machine will be playing Firefly. And I'm a huge Florence and the Machine fan. So, yeah. <laughs> It'll be cool. We're also playing a radio festival like a couple days afterwards that she's headlining. So, okay. So, yeah.
1: Hopefully it's looking,
2: good. it's looking good Maybe we can say hey <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean she brings it live So I've seen her so play good. a few festivals So good Have you seen her play? Yeah okay. I've um
2: I'm like a crazy fi- Like Absolutely love it Um I flew out To see her at Red Rocks And then um In San Francisco Over the summer So Okay Twice Twice in one summer Yep.
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like with festivals, I see this a lot where journalists will ask artists at the festival like, oh, who are you really excited to see? Not really realizing that the artists, you know, they have to set up, do press, eat, leave. So a lot of times they don't have a lot of time to see other acts, but it seems like you guys try to see some stuff.
3: For sure. As Anytime we have free, I'm always trying to watch the band that we're with. Or if there's a festival, I'll walk around and see us playing and stuff. So. That's what it's all about. That's why I fell in love with music in the first place. i like be sucked into it and watching the crowds. It's
2: also fun to see how different bands like just work on stage and what they do and get ideas for your take own notes. stuff. Kinda. Yeah, take notes, jot down. We're still little babies. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, Alex and Brian, what are some just, we're talking about inspirations right now, what's really interesting you guys? Musically? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, like, what's got you interested when you pull out that keyboard in the tour bus and you're tinkering around?
3: I mean, as of right right, right now, I'm constantly jamming the new 1975 record and Ben Howard. That's, like, mm-hmm. kind of it right now, honestly. <laughs> um,
4: I've been listening to a lot of, like, Tycho and, like just like chill, ambient, like cool stuff. But um, I go back to my oldies roots, like Marvin Gaye I have his like Hits CD <laughs> that I bought on iTunes a while ago. I've been Who uses to it. iTunes? And, um, Me and Brian. Ooh, <laughs> oh
3: my God, Shots, shots fired against yeah. iTunes.
4: <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I've been listening to that, and that's how I got to bring my moves on stage. So. Okay. You got to get that funk down. So.
3: That urban <laughs>
1: funk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw Tycho at Bonnaroo last nice.
4: year. They were very chill. Yeah, he's awesome. Very entrancing. Yeah. It's one show I wanna see very soon. Yeah, I wanna go to Bonnaroo. Yeah.
1: And I heard you guys are really into that turnover album that drops last year. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, really good, too. yeah.
4: It's awesome.
3: Yeah, the guitar players from like our area. Wait, really? Eric, yeah, he's from like Western Mass. What's that? But yeah,
1: love 100%. that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Because they read I think most of them or they're based in Virginia Beach now. Yeah, I think yeah. they're and yeah. you see them and they're very like VA beach, yeah. <laughs> they look like a, a beach I think they sell like in their merch like beach towels. Really? <laughs> you no, know, those beachy. do really
3: well in Japan, by the way. Yeah. towels. Evil everyone everyone yeah. has with towels. Whip them Whip like it's the coolest thing. Are there Paris towels? Ne- Did we sell towels? In we didn't, Japan? but no, we didn't. next time we go to Japan we have we have to.
2: Yeah, it's a necessity. I don't know why we didn't I didn't
1: do it. What's your merch game right now? Like, what what are what are your items besides like shirts?
2: That's yeah, a our, good co- question. It's kind of merch <laughs> table <little> I,
1: <laughs>
3: I mean, a merch table it, it changes every tour, but our online store is just full of goodies like yeah. anything you can think of. We yeah. have
4: wristbands, dog tags, socks, like, yeah. hats, shirts, yeah. hoodies, jackets, <laughs> scarves, yeah, yeah. yeah. scarves. Cool. It can be all Parised out.
2: I haven't had to design anything in a while, so I like don't know what we have out right now and stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, Lynn, I'm noticing you have a tattoo of the the P from Paris. Oh do. yeah. Oh, you, you guys all have it. Okay. We're branded. <laughs> okay. Branded like life. cows. Branded content. <laughs> 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 so like, when did you do? You guys all got it together?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got them like around this time last yeah, year. Yeah, must actually. have been about a year ago. Probably um, Could be right on the dot Actually Cause
3: it was, Yeah it was on Sirens In the pier store right? Yeah Wow it had to have been Almost exactly a year ago Yeah
2: We were in uh, Texas And our our friend Maddie's er, Yeah his, his friend was like a Tattoo dude And he was like Hey I'll get you guys some ink If you want And we were like We should just do this And put it in our skin forever
3: Put it on our neck
2: so when we hate each other in five years, <laughs> it's still there to remind us remind of everything, we remind us have a bad time. Well, you can't see it,
4: so you can't see it on your own skin. So
2: yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. I forget, <laughs> I, forget, I forget it's there. We see each other and go.
1: <laughs> and the management team too, tattoos mandatory. No. Matty got Actually, one Maddie got on one. his arm. We're gonna make the managers get it on their forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Tour bus driver. Yeah, I yeah. love John. John
4: gonna will like, get it. He's going to be like, oh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Our
2: uh, front of house actually has one too. Mm-hmm. And um, our touring drummer has one as well. And then Drew has one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a, a whole crew branded up.
1: Mm-hmm. Oops.
2: Oops. <laughs> Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> and I've met you guys twice the second time, and I think you've dressed in all black both times. So is that always black vibes? Yeah. I think so,
4: yeah. My my night attire is like, when I'm going to bed, it's not all black. Mm -hmm. And that's when people obviously don't see me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have like a gray cutoff or like a white cutoff.
2: You're ruining... (laughs) The vibe, the man. No one's uh. supposed to know.
4: <laughs> like, oh, he sleeps in a coffin in an all black suit. <laughs> uh, he's sad all the time. Not his
2: hair slicked back.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I feel like our whole wardrobe is now, I don't know, just it's been for quite a the while. The darkness, we don't really think about it anymore.
4: Yeah,
1: I think he has to pull off an all white look, too.
2: Nah. No? No. We know
3: some, no. I would ruin everything. No comment on that. Yeah, I would that. literally
4: have a ha- hamburger
2: in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's, like, super messy, and we don't want <laughs> like to look like washed up backstreet or anything. cover Yeah. <laughs> the Honestly, stains. it's
3: practical. Dude, you get
2: so gritty and, and dirty on tour. like I food on my pants today. Yeah, like, it's pretty practical, and it's easier to pack, and I don't know. I think it's definitely... A smart, practical move, and yeah. it looks cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and if you're playing warp tour like you guys did last summer, you're probably just changing your clothes constantly. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> sweating in them. Your sweat doesn't really show up in these either. So. Yeah.
1: Basically, we're like mimes <laughs> or puppeteers. You got yeah. You guys kind of are dressed like mimes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or like we're gonna put I'm on a like, puppet why show.
2: Yeah, no, 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 not all white. I like Bad white shoes. Idea.
1: Yeah, white shoes are cool.
2: Yeah, little like white accents. The white are bands. Cool here and yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Damn. Damn, Daniel.
1: I didn't, I didn't want to go there, but it, it, just, it <laughs> just came out.
4: I had to say the white bands. Um, I knew you would
1: go. <laughs> I feel like that meme is on the edge of being just very played out. And then when this podcast drops a week from now, it's just going to be like, oh,
4: fuck.
3: This yeah. <laughs> These guys suck.
2: I feel like it's already played out.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: lame. I feel like the second it happened, I literally was. I
3: heard it in one day, and by the end of that day, I was over it. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a couple days ago. Day one. On I the feel bus. like that's been
2: the quickest, uh, the quickest internet trend yeah. recently, or maybe just the internet's getting so quick and people are getting so like.
1: Well, what else has there been? Like, what have been like the things lately? I really don't know.
2: That's true. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Oh, what I else? Mean,
1: a couple days ago, there was that picture of Chris Christie behind Donald Trump. You know what I'm talking about when he's like... I
2: think I saw that briefly. What is it?
1: He's just standing behind him looking like Chris Christie when Donald <laughs> Trump is doing his speech after winning a bunch of states and probably saying lots of absurdities. Oh, yeah, yeah a bunch of You bullshit. just see the look on Christie's face and he just sort of looks wide-eyed and terrified one second just like (laughs) what did I get myself into
4: (laughs) what's happening
1: he just feels his approval ratings falling (laughs) with every second
2: (laughs) I definitely I definitely seen that I think um this is kind of old but I thought this one was funny you were dying at this too um was it Poot Poot Lovato
1: oh yeah yeah (laughs) I don't even know what Demi
2: Lovato's oh, like... Yeah. Um, yeah. They said her twin sister or something was locked up in the basement.
1: Cool. Okay, one more thing I want to talk about, Lynn. I read an interview where you said that the show that made you want to do music was Seeing Power More Open for Jimmy World. And uh, those are two of my favorite bands growing up. Tell me about that. What was that show like?
2: It was awesome I mean I definitely knew I wanted to do music before that night but I think that night like seeing Haley up there was definitely a big dawning realization of like she can do that I can do that she's just like this little fireball just killing it Um, I was like I want to do that Um, but it was an amazing show
3: yeah that was at the that was at at the song Uh that was at that venue Uh
2: (laughs) yeah that was at the the arena that we, we both saw like those shows at and wanted to play at and we got to play at last winter so
3: and yeah, my first show was Iron Maiden nice. and that was the one I was like
2: yes! yeah uh, do they have Eddie or whatever
3: yeah they have Eddie that's we'll like their sure mascot we make sure we get like, one of those one day is this giant robot like
1: 50 feet tall <laughs> that was just, like, walking on stage like
3: yeah they go out. they
1: go all out you know they have that the plane that Bruce Dickinson that's yeah like, he's, a, he's a pilot yeah here. yeah Bruce Dickinson like for the past 10 years has been flying the band I yeah, guess they all have their the, crew <laughs> this personalized Boeing their, 747 their yeah Oh, that sounds like awesome. <laughs> inspirational. Yeah. Was yeah. Very.
2: <laughs> Truly a moment.
1: And since we're going around, Brian, what about you?
4: My first show was at a local venue in Nashville, New Hampshire. A venue called Drifters. Drifters. And it was all local bands. And I was that like, sounds shady. Drifters. It was Come so sketchy. Come by. What,
3: what was your first, like, concert? I, mean, uh, I can't even remember what. I can't remember.
4: I think my real like first first concert was probably um City and Colour. Really? Okay. Yeah. That was recently? Yeah. Well, that it was, was like, a couple years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. four years ago, yeah. It's yeah. like, ah. yeah. so, like my legit concert cuz I went to like local shows and like just shows at like a venue that we used to play all the time, but that was like our, our my first like legit. Concert.
2: Thinking like looking back on like Rocco's and stadium 10 pin or whatever that venue was and stuff like that shit was really sketchy you know oh I
0: don't know why our
2: parents let us out of the house (laughs) to do that and grow to that it's like a bunch of big angry dudes and then like tiny little girls
4: people would like mosh and like try to hit you on the side it's like why do that doesn't make any (laughs) sense why do you want to hurt people (laughs) hate moshing it's like (laughs) what
2: Everyone was so mad. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> so yeah, guys. Um, yeah, it feels like an exciting time for you guys. So I'm excited for you. It's very, yes, killing Thank it. You. Crazy
2: shit, our, man. Things
3: are moving fast. It's a yeah, terrifying.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're kind of hanging on by the skin of our teeth right now. I feel like everything's like ten steps ahead of us. <laughs> or for me at least I don't know
3: I'm like just you're like, hanging yeah, on yeah, you. I'm chilling like, yeah, I'm looking
4: <laughs> I'm like <laughs> you're like alright
2: <laughs> uh, I'm terrified but it's a good good scary
3: it's very all very <laughs> good exciting things yeah is, yeah.
2: we don't know what's going us. on <laughs> we'll but see. it's all yeah. great we'll <laughs> see <laughs>
4: let the future unfold itself
3: yeah yeah well thanks so
1: much for coming by yes thanks thanks thank you for having, for having
3: us you for having us <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's the show. I had a blast talking to those guys, as you could probably tell. Uh, if you've been listening to the Altenar Stars for a while, thank you so much. I appreciate it more than you could imagine. If this was your first time, um, as I said at the top of the show, you can listen to all the archived episodes. Just search for Altenar Stars in iTunes or in the podcast app. Come listen to me talk to Panic! at the Disco. We chat about things like this. Do you think the new album is better than Fall Out Boy's?
0: Of course I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, that's the best question you could have ever asked me. Dude.
3: <laughs> oh, I hope Pete hears that.
0: <laughs> of course I do. I wouldn't like, you know what? On a serious tip, I got to be that dude. Like I have to believe that I am doing the greatest thing. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a rapper. It's like you've got to believe 100% in what you're doing or it's just fake. You know what I mean? So, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, that was me and Brendan chatting. We had a good time. Some other artists we've had on the show recently. See, we had Ra we had Ra Riot not too long ago. We have Borns, Chatted with Yay Sayer, Chairlift, all sorts of stuff to dig in there. So you can also subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. And uh, yeah, star rating, as I said before, helps so much with everything we do here. So Alt in Our Stars runs every Friday afternoon on Billboard.com. Until next week, have a good weekend, guys. Peace out.